Angela, we found out about this in an email from a mother angry that this is happening. But the person at the center of this controversy says she is being discriminated against, forced to leave a facility she has a legal right to use. Colleen Francis says she was using the sauna and women's locker room inside the recreation center at Evergreen State College two Wednesdays ago. The same facilities used by two female high school swim teams from Olympia who practice in this pool. A woman told Francis to leave. She wouldn't identify herself. She, all she said was that there were a couple of girls that came upstairs to the pool and said that there's a man in the sauna. But Francis, who acknowledges she was born a man, says she has lived as a woman since 2009. But the mother we talked to says what is paramount to her is that her teenage daughter and her teammates have a safe, comfortable place to swim. We'll let you know what school officials find. Williams, and today I'm revisiting an old controversy. So I'm going to read from a Fox News site from November 1st, 2012. It says, a Washington college said their non-discrimination policy prevents them from stopping a transgender man from exposing himself to young girls inside a women's locker room, according to a group of concerned parents. Little girls should not be exposed to naked men, period, said David Hecker, senior legal counsel with the Alliance Defending Freedom. A group of concerned parents contacted the legal firm for help. Hecker said, a 45-year-old male student who dresses as a woman and goes by the name of Colleen Francis undressed and exposed his genitals on several occasions inside the women's locker room at Evergreen State College. The Fox News report goes on. According to the police report, the mother of a 17-year-old girl complained after her daughter saw the transgender individual walking naked in the locker room. A female swim coach confronted the man sprawled out in a sauna exposing himself. So the article winds up quoting uh, the right-wing group. It says, uh, the idea that the college and the local district attorney will not act protect these young girls is appalling, he said. What Americans are seeing here is the poisonous fruit of so-called non-discrimination laws and policies. Placing this man's proclivities ahead of protecting little girls is beyond unacceptable. Hacker said the college would be held liable for damages if any of the young girls is harmed by the transgender individual. Clearly, allowing a person who is a biological man to undress and expose himself to young girls places those girls at risk for emotional distress and harm, he wrote in a letter to the college. Any reasonable person would view this as dangerous to the young girls involved. The fact that this individual is sitting in plain view of young girls changing into swimsuits puts you and Evergreen on notice for possible future harm. So, there you go. Now, um, the reason why I'm revisiting this is uh, recently I was listening to... Uh, some folks talk about non-discrimination policies. This was on a, a podcast, and uh, they brought up this uh, Colleen Francis uh, 
uh, incident, and uh, it, there seemed to be just this this given that the the news that came from Fox News was correct. That you know this 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 person had basically stripped naked and paraded around and was sprawled out exposing herself to uh, different people and that this should be held out as a warning uh, story a, a story that shows the fallacy inherent in any trans protection and in fact it was really strongly embraced by the trans exclusionary radical feminist um, you know groups um, they they use that to to prove that uh, trans women are men and that they're perverts and that uh, these these non-discrimination policies lead to women's spaces being um, overrun by men who want to parade around naked and put their penises in people's faces and I've really heard I've heard people say things like that that um, you know that this this incident was uh, one in which a trans quote woman um, was going around exposing herself uh, to people in the locker room and you know kind of putting her junk in people's faces um, so that's the rhetoric and it occurred to me that time and again over the last this last month everything I've heard from uh, the media concerning trans kids in the restroom especially with the specific Justice Institute incident that uh, it, it turned out that it was all hoaxes um, I, I knew something had happened because there was a police report um, but any of the uh, news reports that I could find they uh, didn't actually I, I didn't see where they had um, really talked to the school um, or gotten any kind of official um, statement other than from this right-wing group called the Alliance Defending Freedom. So, of course, I called the school. I called Evergreen State College and recorded the conversation because, you know, that's what I do. So what I found out was really interesting in that the facts seem to be exactly opposite to what was actually reported in the media. So uh, I'm just going to let you listen to the phone conversation and draw whatever conclusions you're going to draw. I thought that it was important to have um, some other voice other than Fox News or an anti-LGBT group um, talking about this. Um, so, um, so without further ado, here's my conversation with Evergreen College. You would need to make an effort to look in. Okay, so you would, oh, I, I see, I see. It wouldn't um, be, I mean, because it's just, it's, 
you know, door width. So it's not like standing at any angle you could see into that space, and then it would depend where in the sauna the person is sitting too. So, mm-hmm. but at that time, there there were these two teenagers who came, who were swim team members, who came in and saw the individual and reported that to their adult uh, um, affiliated <laughs> with the, with the team. Uh, so. Um, so you were telling me that um, this transgender student had was completely covered when she went into the sauna. Um, well, and... she was using a towel to cover mm-hmm. herself in and out. So, mm-hmm. so I, I, you know, I can't characterize it as completely covered, but I would say um, covered in a, the sense that one covers themselves in a locker room sometimes with a towel. So, sure. It seemed to be adequately covered. The, the, the description we got was that the person used a towel to cover themselves when they went in and came out of the sauna. I see, I see. Okay, um, and so um, I, also from what I saw, mm-hmm. um, the initial report to the media had come from a, a, an ideological conservative group who reported um, some of, um, you know, reported that a man who was using transgender protections uh, had been able to infiltrate um, the women's locker room and had been exposing himself. Um, do you have any sense on of how that happened? Uh, I believe that this group issued the 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 school a, a sternly worded <laughs> letter making demands and um verbal gesticulations and um do you have any uh, sense of um whatever became of the demands that this organization was making upon the school and upon the trans student um there are a few questions in there um the um, yes, there was a group that uh, sent us a letter and, of concern, and the law in Washington, has, which you probably already looked up, has specific language that includes um, gender identity um, under uh, its uh, definitions. And so uh, there, I mean, that's, that was a basis for us trying to come up with a balanced approach that uh, provided uh, access to facilities for the individual and privacy for everyone else as well, and and for that person, not just for everyone else. Um, mm-hmm. And so the the there were some parents that were um, initially uh, concerned, and um, uh, so that was related to the initial complaint, mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, we talked with the swim team uh, coaches and or, or organizers um, through the school district and had conversations with them about what we could do to make the situation, the physical situation, better. And we did that within weeks. I mean, it was it was a fairly short time. We had to figure it out, and then we had to get it done, and we did. Um, we had we have a policy in place uh, around you know, pool and recreation center usage that says if anyone behaves inappropriately that that's, you know, unacceptable behavior and you can get kicked out for that. There was no indication that this person was taking any actions that demonstrated inappropriate behavior other than their presence there. And um, 
But again, in, in the eyes of some of the beholders, the presence there was the issue. If, um, so obviously there were not other individuals in the sauna with... No, she was there with a friend. A, oh, okay. A female-bodied friend, yes. She was there with... Okay, so her and her um, cisgender friend mm -hmm. were using the uh, sauna, mm -hmm. um, and uh, as I'm understanding it, uh, after hours... In, well, no, in, in, during normal operating hours oh, of, the, okay. of the... It's just after hours to us isn't 5 o'clock, I mean, because the, the facility is open probably till I don't know, 9 or 10 o'clock or something. So it was after five, but it, or actually I can't say exactly what time it was, but it was it was a time when there could be other people there, and there were in fact swim teams there. They were mostly mm -hmm. out on the pool deck. The you know the two individuals came back for some reason into the locker room area and saw the individual in the sauna during that time. But mm -hmm. what what are you trying to get at? What uh, maybe I can help? Sure. In terms of the sequence of events, or just. What's most important for you to know about the? Oh, okay. So, uh, so the I've heard criticism, uh, saying that um, that this, uh, I, I mean, the way that it was phrased was that this was uh, during um, school oh, hours um, with, with children available, um, and that they were. So the single incident we're talking about, one time, two teenage girls saw this individual. So when you see the characterization, characterization that says, um, in front of girls as little girls as young as six, that does not occur. And so anything that says that they were exposing themselves in front of six-year-olds would be totally inaccurate. In fact, it's not clear that they, there's no evidence that they were exposing themselves in some deliberate way um uh to anybody i mean the, their actions were within you know what normal use of the sauna area i see. okay well wow i i really really appreciate um you taking the time to kind of <laughs> let me do some fact checking because uh the the hyperbole around this uh, uh around this uh this incident uh is just really immense. And it uh, comes up every time a law is being considered in a municipality exactly, or a state. Exactly, yeah. exactly. In fact, that's the context with which I've encountered uh, this incident. Um, you know, the California yeah. AB 1266 um, and uh, news agencies are using this as like the Aha! See, we told you. Look how bad this situation could be if this, yes. if these uh, rights are expressed in this way. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so um, I just thought that it would be prudent to actually call a school and ask, and <laughs> assuming that all of these places were, you know, on target with their reporting. <laughs> well, I think you know the core of what I sent you in writing is really kind of the sequence of events that mm -hmm. that. It distinguishes itself in many ways from what was reported um, in terms of the presence or the presence of younger children, the the fact of how the person was acting in the in the area, the um, uh, the frequency of this 
acti- of this sighting or whatever, the person again, we're this all boils down to one time. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, if I were to read, I mean, the way the way I give it to you in writing is fairly compacted, but it's basically it would have sounded like an ongoing issue of a person making themselves a public display of themselves in an area in front of very young children on an ongoing basis. That is not the case. And mm-hmm. um, and as you've seen, there are variations on this theme, but as you correctly suspected, uh, it didn't play out the way it's been portrayed in magnitude, frequency, or character um, uh, in some of those online reports that you've seen. Thank you.